Hey everybody, I'd like to give a special shout out to our friends Kim and Jen over at Twisted Teachers Podcast. As educators ourselves, we just love what they're doing over there. In episode 37, they cover Zandans. This story comes right down the road from CJ and myself. You don't want to miss it. Just search for Twisted Teachers Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and on Facebook. Christmas 2021. Here we are. Woohoo! Christmas 2021 can never be too late. Merry Christmas. All Things Unexplained. Hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. (laughs) CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just pretty well. Featuring... Cajun man. That little jingle right there is why I wish it was Christmas all year round. How great is that? <laughs> Welcome to All Things Unexplained, everybody. Explain to me why it can't be Christmas all year round. That's what I want to know. Well, you know what? For a slight phrase, Larry may just serenade us in the background constantly all year long. Well, it's been a summer. He really quite good, long. actually. Is he? Yeah, it's been hot here, too. Yeah, it's been like 71 degrees. Right. It's been crazy. I went deer hunting yesterday. Breaking records left and right. Global warming, folks. Well, maybe. We haven't covered it on all things unexplained yet, but I guess I guess it's time soon with this record heat. Oh, well, not tonight, folks. Not tonight. Today, tonight, whenever you're listening to us here at All Things Unexplained, we are bringing you some Christmas cheer in the form of Christmas traditions and potentially a Christmas song if technology wants to treat us right today. So. That's right. Because hopefully we're being joined by, I think it is, number two, two in a row. Who would have known? sure is. First one was during COVID. So, uh, but we made it back. We're waiting on musical. Second one is still during COVID. That's right. We're we're waiting on musical (laughs) guest Sean Austin from the Sean Austin Band, friend of the show. He actually came around during our first Christmas special, and now he's accepted he to come did. back. I can't believe it, but he did. <laughs> we didn't scare he's him actually, off the first yeah. time. Yeah. He's actually right. one of our old students. Well, without further ado, so. I say we dive in. Let's get after it. Don't forget, That's CJ. right. He is Don't. one of your students. And one of mine, too. Let's, let's not forget, by the way, that we were recently up to number 25 on the science charts in Ireland. Top of the morning to you. Ba-do-ba-boo, thanks to my two friends who live there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. sure it was those, those two friends, right? <laughs> Maybe, but we're right behind Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, and I, NPR and a whole slew of I other household names. So. Me and Matt. I guess not. <laughs> That's right. And you Cajun man. Live there, so that makes me a liar. Yeah. And Cajun man. <laughs> And I Larry, if my Cajun man out. sent her a Thanksgiving jambalaya. Your dad does not. <laughs> he has to be your friend. That does Shoot. <laughs> well, there goes that. 
I guess it's just you two then. <laughs> Lucky me. Uh, in all honesty, though, I have been to Ireland and it was wonderful. I think Smitty and I are doing battle in some Christmas trivia tonight, yes, aren't we? Yes, you are. And how perfect that I get to leave the Christmas trivia. I mean, you guys know how much I hate scary movies and you make me do that every year. And I was such a mess with the Thanksgiving one, even though I think I did win, if I recall correctly. But now you two and Sean Austin, if he joins us, get to battle it out with Christmas traditions. So I think one of my favorite things about doing this show, just all things unexplained in general, is that I get to learn so much new stuff because it forces me to research things that I would not have researched before. So um, we are going to go through several questions here. You guys are going to give me your answers and we'll see if you guys can get some right. So if I'm, you get it right, you get a point. I'm pretty confident, as I like to say, between my brother and me, we actually know everything, so I'm pretty confident. <laughs> you think you do. You think you mm -hmm. do. That's for well, I mean, the level of digging that I went to to find these Christmas traditions was not much. So if you cheated today and looked up Christmas traditions, you would have no, found the I, first article I, on Google, and that's where I got these. <laughs> I did not look anything. <laughs> okay. If I don't know it, my brother right. would know it, so that's what I'm trying to say. So. Just for those fans. Well, let's hope that Anonymous Brother is tuning in. Yeah. Just for the fans who are listening, my job is to know absolutely nothing and just come on the show. Do as little work as possible. <laughs> so, you do your job Thank well. You, and you're here. <laughs> well, that's my job. Here we go. All right. Christmas question number one. In Sweden, every year, in the center of, I'm going to butcher this, Gavel's Castle Square, a giant animal is built for display. The animal stands 13 meters tall, or if you're American, 42.5 feet tall. <laughs> and this Swedish Christmas tradition of building this animal has unwittingly led to another tradition of short sorts where people try to burn it down every year. So your job is to guess what this animal is in the center of Gavel's Castle Square. First of and all, Tim, we'll who, have you go first. Who, okay. okay. Go ahead. I was going to say who went first. It might go. Luckily, this is an easy one. This is one of my favorite Christmas animals. Believe it or not, quite famous. None other than Thistlehair the Christmas Bear. Thistlehair the Christmas Bear. <laughs> Okay. All right. He's very confident in that answer. Smitty, do you go with his confidence or do you have another guess? I say it's a goat. It's a goat. <laughs> and we've been joined okay, by one of you is some guests. Oh, wait. Uh, Sam of Clan Forshaw said, hi, guys. Hi, Sam. And Anonymous Brothers has chimed in with an answer. He agrees with Smitty. It's a goat. <laughs> I doubt that. that I mean, they didn't even say the name of a goat. And uh, longtime listener George Winters, is it a black bear? Uh, a shark rebel? By the way, <laughs> Smitty is the goat. I am the goat when it comes to They are beloved. <laughs> I'm the greatest of all time. Uh, Smitty is the goat. Yeah. Yes, you are the greatest of all time, and you are 
also correct. The giant animal that's built for display no is a goat. No <laughs> yes. So since 1966, the goat has been successfully burned down 29 times. The most recent destruction was in 2016. It has survived an attempted kidnapping via helicopter. It has been rammed by a car, but it is mostly targeted by fire. It was burned down at midnight on New Year's Eve in the very first year of its existence in 1966. So every year, a big concert accompanies the goat's inauguration. And um, unfortunately, the goat tempted its own fate this year on social media when it posted that it was still standing for the fifth year in a row. And sadly, it is standing no more. It has once again been burned down this year. I hate to say it, but that's definitely a trivia question my brother knew. So we're still we're still 100% for knowing everything. <laughs> but and I admit it, I admit it would have been a, it probably would be a little a little traumatizing to see Thistle Hair the Christmas Bear get burned down. So well, the point <laughs> didn't they make a movie about well, that tradition? And I do think they're. There might have been a little bit of cheating going on on Smitty's part, but we'll let it slide what this the? time. I know, because uh, we had listeners tell him the answer. I put it up on the screen, but yeah. didn't they make a movie yeah. about that with Nicolas Cage in it, about that tradition? Uh, I know what you're talking about. No uh, what was the name of that movie? The Wicker Goat. Yeah, The Wicker. The Wicker the, Goat. It wasn't The Wicker Goat. Hey, it was like The Wicker. CJ says she doesn't like horror movies and, and traditions, but at the end of The Wicker Goat, they hauled him up in The Wicker Goat and burned him down. Now you got curious. Oh, I've got to look go. this up. Listener Michael Derringer says Face Off. It's uh-huh. either referring to a movie or the battle between Smitty and myself. It's The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. <laughs> it's clearly that. So. Yeah, but it was based on the wicker goat. They just okay. changed it a little. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you're wrong the first time. Don't. All right. Like well, our next, <laughs> our next Christmas tradition takes us to the beautiful land of Japan, a country where apparently Christmas is not nearly a big deal as it is in the states, except for a fast food chain has made its name as a Christmas staple. Every year since the mid-1980s, the chain's mascot gets dressed as Santa during the holiday and welcomes droves of locals and tourists alike across the country. According to figures released by the American fast food chain, their Japanese retailers pulled in 6.9 billion yen, roughly US $63 million, from December 20th to 25th in 2018 with lines out the door starting on December 23rd. Smitty. What fast food chain do you think is a staple in Japan's Christmas? Actually, watch something about this. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, again with confidence, the first answer. Tim, do you care to agree or disagree? Well, I'm just going to tell you, this happens to fall right in my wheelhouse because my son is a big fan of Japanese culture. He has Pokemon cards out to Wazoo. And I happen to know, because I've we've actually visited the, the Goey Ishikawa Museum, that the Goey Ishikawa himself has to order his KFC months in advance just so he can have it on Christmas Eve. I'm shocked that both of you knew this answer. See, I said it first. <laughs> what did you watch on this, Smitty? What were you about, watching? You guys have too much There was time. some baseball 
team that they got defeated or they didn't win a pennant in Japan because they threw Colonel Sanders the river of the statue and so they got him back out and then they won the Japanese pennant again. <laughs> and they were talking about how they all eat chicken in Japan. Yeah, well, apparently KFC Japan's busiest day is December 24th on which they usually sell about five to 10 times more than typical days. And uh, somebody named Naomi was quoted saying, as Christmas approaches, KFC commercials play on TV. They look very delicious. We order early, then go to the store at the designated time to pick up our bucket. Those who don't reserve a bucket see themselves in long queues for hours. Ironically, I'd rather have sushi for Christmas Eve than KFC. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, impressed that you both knew about KFC in Japan. And we are now moving to St. Nicholas Day in Germany. Germany. I have a feeling you guys know a lot about this, but not to be confused with Father Christmas, Nikolaus travels by donkey in the middle of the night on December 6th and leaves little treats like queens, chocolate, oranges, and toys in the shoes of good children all over Germany and particularly in the Bavarian region. St. Nicholas also visits children in schools or at home, and in exchange for sweets or a small present, each child must recite a poem, which I thought was cute, sing a song, or draw a picture. In short, he is a great guy. But it isn't always fun in games. St. Nick often brings along, I don't know how to say this, Niecht Ruprecht, or farmhand Rupert, a devil-like character dressed in dark clothes, covered with bells and a dirty beard who carries a stick (laughs) and a small what in his hand to punish any children who misbehave. (laughs) So he carries a stick and a small what. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Shell? Yes. All of a sudden, the technology just started kicking. And we're all here. We're all together for Christmas again this year. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Festivus miracle. Yeah. You gotta get the You should ask the question. You should go over it again. I think that I should welcome officially to the show. And thanks for being here. Sean Austin from the Sean Austin Band. Sean, welcome back this Woo-hoo. year. Good to be here. Welcome, Sean. Jump right in here with us. We're doing our Christmas trivia, holiday Look traditions, up. and uh, and right now I think it is uh, two points for Smitty, one point for Tim. We'll give you a point just for showing up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So our next tradition takes place in Germany. And uh, this is about St. Nicholas, who travels by donkey in the middle of the night. He does so on December 6th, leaving little treats like coins and chocolate and oranges and toys in the shoes of good children all over Germany. However, he does not travel alone. It's not all fun and games. He brings along with him, I'm going to butcher it again, Niecht Ruprecht which is, I guess, farmhand Rupert, a devil-like character dressed in dark clothes, covered with bells and a dirty beard. He carries a stick and a small what in his hand to punish any children who misbehave. So the question is, what does he carry with them in his hand to punish children? Yep. And we were having Tim go first on this one. All right, so I actually got this, I know for sure, because growing up, 
you know, one thing I learned real quick is that the way you could always tell a true southern yard is no low-lying branches to the <laughs> ground. So it reminds me a lot of our friend Krampus, or Umspachenen von Krampus, as he's known as in Germany. You got a lot of, you know, a lot of deep south traditions came from that area as they immigrated to the land of plenty in the deep south. And not only do we use the switches down south, we also use extension cords, but I don't think that's it it, because it would be none other than a small fly swatter. Well, pow! <laughs> I better be good, wow. kid. The obvious answer. The obvious answer. The fly swatter. Why does it take him 20 minutes to say fly swatter? I don't understand. <laughs> it's just the way he works. Uh, they covered one math problem a day because, in class. And, okay. way, and it's a podcast, you know, just a fly swatter. We're, we're going to be here like two minutes. He used to he used to like ride a donkey all around town on December 6th, too. So, but uh, he didn't leave present. <laughs> you talking about Zonky, the Christmas donkey? All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by We've the got way, all kinds yeah, of names for Christmas animals. I think he carried a Brandon iron. A branding oh, iron. Oh. That's not it. <laughs> Brandon the kid, so they would remember him the next year. That's right. Don't mess. All right, Sean, we've got fly swatter. We've got branding iron. What is your guess? Um, we're going to go with a cane. No, candy cane. It comes from somewhere. A cane. I like it. Okay. No, he said candy cane. Candy That's brilliant. Candy cane. <laughs> We're gonna candy cane all those kids that are misbehaving. <laughs> That's what they do for Christmas all right, in Thailand. All very creative. <laughs> very creative and fun <laughs> Candy cane. And um, all incorrect. Shocking. All incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is uh, the you small can candy whip. Small whip. A small wheel. A small wheel. Well, you, we all missed it. If they were diabetic, yeah. If they were diabetic, you could candy cane them. That'd be a punishment. Just give them a candy I feel like I just. I feel like I. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley would not approve. <laughs> Wilfred <Sorry>. Brimley. <laughs> he died the other day, didn't he? Diabetes is running rampant in Germany. They eating too many chocolates and candy canes, and they getting up the guy on their AARP. I feel like I deserve partial credit for that, though. We don't a flash credit is not I actually prefer the thought. No, no. So hear me out. I prefer the thought of a branding iron in the shape of a candy cane. So and then hear me you're out. just like caned every year. So hear me out. In the original screenplay for Indiana Jones, he actually had a oh, frost water instead of a wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly he partial did. credit. Actually branded Indiana Jones. That's kind no of No partial credit. Because they branded the guy with the coin. They also ripped some All right. Heart well, off. no points for anybody there. No points there. And we're going to move it right along here to our next Christmas tradition, bah. which comes from Norway. Norway. So in Norway, they do something a little different on Christmas Eve. Everyone hides something. They all hide the same something in their house. 
It's a tradition that comes from fear that evil spirits may come to steal it. So they all hide this same object in a safe place. What do you think the object is? And Smitty, we're throwing it to you first. What are people hiding in Norway? I'll say their Bible. Your Bible. Evil spirits are coming for that Bible. We better hide it before they get their hands on it on Christmas Eve. I like it. All right. Bible is Smitty's answer. That's what they are hiding on Christmas Eve. Sean, what do you think they're hiding in Norway on Christmas Eve? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> it is an object. They're all hiding the same object in their house so that evil spirits don't come and steal it on Christmas Eve. We could have some real Christmas magic tonight. And I think we may have lost you temporarily. Smitty's gone and Sean Austin are gone. Ooh, that might give you the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute, really? I'll agree with Smitty's answer. <laughs> Apparently, we hide our co hosts. <laughs> You're going with the Bible, okay. All right, Tim. That's a good, a good answer. Some creativity here. Yeah, well, I actually believe that instead of the Bible, they they actually hide their youngest sibling. Their youngest sibling. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't steal my baby on Christmas Eve. <laughs> they had to put a special mark on the door, on the front the door. Dingo, <laughs> the dingo, the dingo ate your baby. That's what, that's what <laughs> All right. Well, they're not hiding babies and they're not hiding Bibles, but they are hiding. However, it does start with the letter B. So I'm going to give you guys one more chance. Starts with the letter B. Hmm. Hmm, what are they hiding on Christmas Eve so that evil spirits don't come and steal it? Wait, who's hiding it? Who's doing the hiding? Just you, me, whoever's in Norway. The people the people of Norway are hiding these objects on Christmas Eve. They're like Beyonce, they're Beyonce albums. <laughs> it starts with the booty. <laughs> <laughs> the precious Beyonce The Bootylicious she's, album. The she's bigger. Album. She's bigger than Elvis <laughs> in Norway. Those spirits, those devils are coming to get that Beyonce album. Okay. But I think they're hiding their, their brandy. Their bananas, their brandy, their Beyonce. This is a good party that we're having here. Um, no. I'll give you one more hint. It's tradition that dates back centuries to when people believed that witches and evil spirits came out on Christmas Eve. Their brooms. Oh, oh man. Boom goes the dynamite. Their brooms. They all hide their brooms on Christmas Eve because they believe the evil spirits are coming to steal their brooms to ride on them. <laughs> back in this, back in this. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. So get your brooms, get your brandy, get your Beyonce, get your bananas, get your Bibles and your babies, and let's have a party. Yeah. Know what kind of party that'd be? Weird. Party. That could be a heck of a song. <laughs> it's kind of like my house every night, yeah. actually. You yeah. should you should see me holding my baby, dancing to Beyonce, and using a broom sweep on the floor. That's every day in my life. You notice she didn't. Sean had a good point. That would make a great song. 
because my body's too bootylicious for your face. All right, moving on. Moving to Venezuela. <laughs> if you are looking for a new <laughs> Christmas tradition, then you should head to Caracas, Venezuela this year because every Christmas Eve, this Christmas Eve, the city's residents head to church in the early morning. Sounds normal. However, their method for getting to church is a bit different. How do you think they make their way to church Christmas Eve morning? Sean, we're coming to you first. Swimming. Swimming. They swim to church. I like it. All right. Venezuela, we're swimming to church. Swimming. Uh, Tim, what is your guess? Well, I want to give a shout out to listener Monica Riley, who says, hey, y'all. Hey, Monica. How are you? Hey, Monica Riley. <laughs> hey, Monica Riley. That name sounds familiar. <laughs> So I happen to know in Venezuela, home of the chup- also home of the chupacabra and few forms of transportation, that one of the most popular <laughs> times of the year for the chupacabra to go on the tech is Sunday morning, Christmas morning specifically, and so they run to church. <laughs> this Christmas on Sunday, just always in Venezuela, forget December 25th, it's, just on, it's like Easter, it's like Sunday. <laughs> so it's like every seven years they have to run to church. That's right. They run. They run to church every seven years. In fear of the chupacabra on Christmas. Yes, yeah, like morning. a bad tornado. I mean, okay. short tornado maybe. They just running everywhere. But, uh, yeah. Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. There you go. Uh, my answer is correct. I'm pretty sure All mine's right, correct, man. but I think they crawl to church. They crawl. <laughs> they all get so drunk the night before that they have to crawl to church. Maybe they go and they steal all the brooms from the people in Norway and they fly to church on brooms. That would be awesome. Um, That would be great. No, you're all wrong. Actually, none of you are even really close, but that's fine. So, Tim, Charlie would love this tradition. You gotta get your son. You gotta get him there for Christmas Eve this year so that he can bust out his roller skates and rollerblade to church. Christmas Eve morning, they all go to church on roller Roller derby time, y'all. Here we go. Roller skates, yeah. Apparently, this tradition is so popular that the roads across the city are closed to cars so that people can skate safely to church before heading home for their less than traditional Christmas dinners of tamales. Unusual. Wow. Yeah. And here here I am just trying to get some folks over to Sonic to roller skate my onion rings out to me there. They're roller skating to church. To, to Christmas Eve service. You don't need any I feel like these are some fun I've, traditions that we need to start incorporating. I feel like Sonic should do some recruiting Agreed. for Venezuela. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I guess the company... Uh, Representatives. Oh, I'm pretty sure that you can't do it with all those people <laughs> cobbles running around and everybody standing Oh man. It's an extreme okay. mission. I mean you would ba- it would basically be like uh predator as far as, you know, the environment of sending your sonic business representatives in there. They would need a, you know, a special forces yeah. team potentially to 
to guide the way, but yeah, I agree. All right. Well, more Christmas Eve traditions coming your way. This one comes from Finland. On Christmas Eve, before people head out to party for the night, it is customary for them to strip naked and spend time in what? <laughs> They're stripping naked and time where, Tim? <laughs> Back to me already again. There. They're definitely, well, I think this is also a tradition in Russia. They like to strip naked, head to the sauna, have some vodka, and get married. So they're heading off there to the sauna. Go. Naked drinking in the sauna on Christmas Eve. Happy holidays, everybody. All right, coming to you, Sean. Uh, they're stripping naked and heading Streaking. where? Uh. <laughs> 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 it's my great Ray Stevens album. Merry Christmas! Here I am. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, they call okay. him the streak. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they like to show off. Oh, this is Finland, right? So. Okay. Finland, yes. So well, you're either naked in a sauna or streaking down the street. Mount used to do the same thing at Woody's and Pizza, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, me. The fact that it's called Woody's is a whole uh, other it's, level. It's, uh, but anyhow, I'm gonna. That was allowed after I'm midnight. I'm gonna say that uh, <laughs> they stand out in the snow. They go in the snow. Ah, yes. Make a little naked yep. snow angel out there. I like it. Okay, one of you is actually correct. Believe it or not. Tim's pretty confident ah, himself. He's always confident. Tim is right. Apparently, many homes in Finland come equipped with their own sauna, and at Christmas time, this cozy spot becomes a sacred place associated with long dead ancestors. On Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip naked and take a long and respectful stint in the sauna, which is also believed to be home to the legendary sauna elf. After the sauna oh. session, they head out to the evening celebrations while spirits of those ancestors take their place in the warm, toasty sauna. Sorry, Smitty. With great knowledge comes great confidence. Yeah, well, I I was pretty sure that you needed I, I thought I saw you <laughs> typing over there. I figured Google was the best. <laughs> yeah. No typing yeah. here. Oh, I don't know what the score is now, but... I, I definitely win it. One, 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 one point. Three to two. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to move a little bit faster if we're going to get through some more of these. So, here we go. I'm going to... And we still have some special oh, right, this Christmas done. treats ahead, too. Yeah. What you so got maybe we'll just season? do a couple more here. Yeah. So, when you think of Christmas food, what comes to mind? List off some Christmas foods. Cheese ball. Ham. Cheese Fruit balls. cake, chocolate drops, Fruit cake. ham, Sorry, turkey, I, maybe. I was I was literally hypnotized by your all things unexplained sign for a few moments. There. It's, it's like it's speaking to me. Isn't, it, isn't she lovely? Okay, so yes, all of those seem like traditional cranberry sauces. Foods. It told me to say cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce, yes. Unless you're in South Africa, in which case. 
it's the creepy crawlies that local children look forward to. Each year, people eat what festive fried insect to give them a little extra luck in the new year. Smitty, we'll have you go. Great frog, cricket. Cricket with an answer. Crickets. And I know. Answer, crickets. Deep, deep fried crickets. I've eaten them. Right. Pretty good. Sean Austin, sir, what is your answer? It's a South African. South Africa, what creepy crawly insect are they deep frying and eating on Christmas? I'm much agree with Smitty, so he'll he'll get the answer, but I'm much agree with him, crickets. He was not correct the last time you agreed with him, but I appreciate that you're sticking with him this time. Tim, what is your guess? Well, I actually happen to know that the early explorers of South Africa looking for the Dabongo, who some people believe is a <laughs> sauropod still alive today, actually survived on fried termites that the natives provided. Fried termites. Ooh, fried termites. Tasty, tasty treat. I have and to very say, I have also eaten crickets before. I did so to get free ice cream from Cold Stone. I ate a chocolate-covered cricket. Uh, not crickets, not termites. In this case, people are eating fried caterpillars. Fried what? Caterpillars. But these caterpillars aren't just the run-of-the-mill variety you find in the garden. The pine tree emperor moth or Christmas caterpillar is covered in very festive hues, giving all who swallow a little extra luck in the coming year. So oh, wow. bon appetit with your fried crispy caterpillar. <laughs> what are the odds we could order some of those Yum. for the show? Maybe we should fry up some catabo worms. <laughs> we could fry some catabo worms though. I think. <laughs> yeah, we, we could do that. A fish with them, so we can play those uh, around, floating around. Smooth. All right, we're gonna go rapid so fire. We're yep. going rapid fire with my last three questions. So here we go. All right. Uh, let's see. Every Christmas, families around Sweden gather around the television at 3 p.m. sharp. What Disney character? Wish everybody a Merry Christmas. What Disney character do you think is wishing everybody a Merry Christmas in Sweden at 3 p.m. sharp? Uh, Elsa uh, Sean. from Frozen. Elsa from Frozen. Okay, Tim. That's a great answer. I generally don't agree with anybody else, so I'm going to stick to that guiding principle of my life and say Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. All right, Smitty Rapid Fire. I wanted to what agree. What Disney character? Oh, look, it's Mickey everybody. Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is the closest, but none of you guys got it right. It is Donald Duck, apparently, ah, since 1958, every Cook. year at 3 p.m. I knew that. Everybody in Christmas is around the television, or in Sweden's around the television sets. To this day, 40% wow. of Sweden's population still tune in. 40%, that's a lot. So there you go. What's more festive than everybody gathering around Disney cartoon characters? On Christmas, I can't. I can't think of anything. All right, next rapid fire question. Get yourselves ready. Early settlers, 
created the very first version of what American holiday drink. Early settler time. What American holiday drink that we have around now was created long ago. Smitty. Uh, eggnog. Sean. It's like green. It's like a green drink. It ain't eggnog. Uh, my aunt actually used to make. kind of like it. Something about, it's something kind of like a, green it's not drink. crickets or something like that. It's called something. Hmm. But we'll I can't go with the green the drink. It, yeah, Tim. Anyway. Well, sorry, Smitty. Eggnog sounds good. Not eggnog, not peppermint mocha latte. Smitty's favorite drink <laughs> from Starbucks either, but none other than hot chocolate, son. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate, son. Boom. Sorry, son. Oh, it was man. eggnog. Nice. <laughs> yeah. This eggnog. Yes. Eggnog it was. All right. All right. Next. Two more rapid fire questions. Which Christmas song is the number one most recorded song ever? Which Christmas oh, song this. is it? Tim. Go. Silent Night, baby. Wow. <laughs> okay, Sean Austin. That's a good, that's a, that's a good one. I'm say Santa Claus coming to town. Santa Claus, Santa Claus coming to town. All right, Smitty, number one recorded Christmas song ever? Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, that would have been my guess too. We both would have been wrong. It is Silent Night. Tim for the win. Good job. Oh. Looks, like it's, looks like it's a Silent Night, Deadly Night for you I guys. I thought he said Holy <laughs> Night. He said Holy <laughs> Night. <laughs> I'm going to crawl okay. down your Last. chimney, but it ain't going to be to bring presents. Uh, Last Christmas question. sleighs. Oh, he's slaying Christmas. Okay. Last question. And the person who gets closest to the correct answer wins the whole game show. So, if you've ever watched Clark Griswold decorate his house in Christmas Vacation, the next stat probably doesn't shock you. But according to a Consumer Product Safety Commission, what is the estimate for the number of people who have to visit hospital emergency rooms each November and December from holiday-related decorating accidents? Closest to the correct answer is the winner. How many people are hitting up the ER after putting up their Christmas lights each year? We'll start with Smitty. I'm going to say, is this nationwide? This is nationwide. I'm going to say 9,460. Very specific. 9,465 it is. We're putting it down. I'm going to write it down, actually, so don't forget. Okay. Sean. And a half. Oh, and a half. We'll say, uh... Is that like a... 12,612. <laughs> okay. All right. How are you going to play this one, Tim? Wait, those two are pretty close to each other. 9,000 to 12,000. What is your guess? What was Smitty's answer again? 9,465. So I'm going to use my best... And a half. <laughs> I'm going to use my best prices right knowledge. You're going for a go. dollar. <laughs> I'm going one less than Smitty. And thanks, you know, I, I owe a lot to Bob Barker. And a victory today would just be another notch in that 
that uh, category there. So one less than Sweetie. Well, one of you has to win. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be our very special guest, Sean Austin. The Whoa. correct answer is 14,700 people visit the hospital emergency rooms each November and December from holiday-related decorating accidents, which makes Sean the winner with his guest of 12,600 Good job. I want to cue the applause, but I've lost her sounds. Wait, I found him. <laughs> as long as Mounts doesn't win, I'm happy. And that, folks, is your holiday Christmas trivia 2021, courtesy of All Things Unexplained. Tune in again next year. This time, I won't thank the Academy. <laughs> to be continued you've been listening to all things unexplained if you liked this podcast please do give us a five star rating and leave us a review if you would like to hear more all things unexplained be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts if you'd like to support our show, please do visit buymeacoffee.com backslash unexplained. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man that wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he has a lot of hats, Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.